0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Sincerely Chronicles podcast. It is your girl, Shanice, and this is now season two, and we are officially going into Sincerely a New Mommy mode. Um, so we have transitioned from um, Sincerely a Pregnant Woman because I had my baby. Um, I had Amina February 10th. 2022 so I am um very excited about that but I had her um February 10th a Thursday I was 38 weeks and it was a very interesting and amazing journey um as you know from the title uh this labor and delivery (laughs) um I'm going to be discussing um how labor and delivery went for me Um, obviously labor and delivery is different for everyone, every new mommy, every all new parents. So I just kind of wanted to share that with you all because as you know, you know, I've been documenting my entire journey and now that I have had Amina, it is, um, very important to me to just kind of like communicate how things went for me, how I'm doing now, like kind of with the postpartum, um, and you know, just give y'all some insight. So, let's get right into it. Um, so, my day, February 10th, started with me actually having just a regular checkup. Um, I went in for a checkup with my OB, and when I went in for my checkup, Everything was pretty normal. The only thing that was abnormal was the night before I had had a really bad migraine and I wanted to tell my um, doctor about the migraine. And then also two days prior, my ankles and my feet had started swelling up really, really badly. So I really wanted to share that with my doctor. Um, When I got there, the nurse weighed me in. I had weighed in at like 218, 220. Um, Which I was a little upset about, but hey, you know you get pregnant, you get big uh and we went right to the room, you know, the checkup room, and I was explaining to my nurse how, like um, she wasn't there the week before, and I had this different lady, and I was asking her if my blood pressure was high because um I know the week before it had been a little elevated, but we weren't worried about it um and she was like, oh yeah, I noticed that. She was like, we're going to check your blood pressure right now. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, yeah, because my ankles and stuff were real, real swollen. And like I had some migraines. You know, I'm thinking nothing of it. I really didn't think it was a big deal because I was still able to, I was like, I went to work the day before, so I was fine. Um, the nurse checked my uh, blood pressure and apparently my blood pressure was very high. Um, at that point, the doctor came in Um, she did a check, uh, my mucus plug and my water hadn't broke, um, hadn't came out or whatever. And then also my, uh, I hadn't dilated either. I was only 38 weeks at the time. So like, I wasn't even like super full term. I mean, technically after 36 weeks, you're full term, you can deliver. Um, but obviously the goal is to get to the 40 weeks mark. Um, at that time they took my blood pressure. I don't even remember what it was. I know it was like in the 150s over 90 something and they were like you know it was really high and my doctor told me to go to the ER let me tell y'all I was like what the ER I was like I'm going I was trying to go get my nails done like <laughs> this is gonna sound so funny but I literally was about to get my nails done I was gonna get some food like I had a whole plan for today like this is my this is my normal day off oh, the 10th so I had all these little plans. I was going to get, you know, run some errands. Um, the doctor told me to go straight to the ER. Um, and I'm not going to lie to y'all, I was a little nervous. I was, I think the first thing I did was call Chris, let him know that they were sending me to the ER. Um, that they said something about my blood pressure was high, so they just wanted to monitor it. So I was going to be going to um, the Advocate South Suburban at Hazelcrest. And you know, that he can meet me there or no, I didn't even tell him to meet me there. I told him I would keep him posted because I literally thought it was no big deal. So um I get in my car and I call my dad and I'm telling my dad because I was on the phone with him when I got to the doctor's office and I was telling him about how my ankles was real swollen and how I had been having headaches. So um I call my dad and I'm letting him know like, yeah, they sending me to the hospital because they want to monitor my blood pressure, you know, because it's high. And my dad is like, Oh, okay, so we just on the phone, cracking jokes, I get to the hospital y'all I walked in, a, in an entrance right and like mind you I told you my feet is super swollen I'm wearing like some house shoes um, at this point because my feet are so swollen and why they tell me to walk out I was like I'm trying to get to labor and delivery because that's what my doctor said Um, <laughs> they was like oh you gotta go in through the other door it was like a block away and I was like oh they said yeah so just leave out and walk down there I'm like huh but, y'all, I left out, and I walked. So, my daddy was on the phone, like, they making you walk? I'm like, yeah, like, dang, that's crazy. Like, they're not even in a wheelchair or something. <laughs> so, we still carry jokes on the phone. I'm walking. Doo-doo-doo. I get in the door, and um, they're like, oh, well, did you have, like, an appointment or something like that? I'm like, appointment? No, my my doctor sent me here. And so, they're like, oh. So, then, you know, everybody's looking in the system, checking the system. Like, oh, okay, yeah, we see the order, blah, blah, blah. So, they... Put me in a wheelchair taking me up to labor and delivery they put me in a room you know tell me to take off all my stuff put on the hospital gown i'm like okay whatever cool so a lady come in there she like she needed a urine sample i'm like okay and the lady so i asked the lady i was like um do you know how long i'm gonna be here and she was like oh well we just have to check your blood pressure and um depending on how high it is we'll just um keep you to observe and I was like oh okay cool so I told my daddy like okay well let me call Chris and let him know what they're gonna do so I called Chris and I'm like hey apparently they're just gonna observe my blood pressure or whatever and um you know I'm just here chilling and so I think that when Chris got there I must have asked the nurse like Cause I, told her, I was like, oh my god, I'm so hungry. I was just gonna go get something to eat and get my nails done. And so he was like, Oh, you gonna get you some food? And I'm like, Yeah. So I t- I asked the nurse, I was like, Oh, if you leave to go give me some food, she was like, You can't eat. I was like, I can't eat. What do you mean I can't eat? She's like, Well, because reminds me of blood pressure and something something else you can't eat. I'm like, At all? Like I was really devastated, y'all. Sis said I couldn't eat, so I'm like, Oh, okay. So I was like, Well, can I get some water? And she was like, You can't drink. I'm like, What? You tell me I can't eat and I can't drink. She's like, no. I'm like, fudge. So I'm just sitting there. I'm like, I'm just so thirsty. So she was like, oh, I need some ice. And I was like, oh, okay. But in my mind, I'm like, what is the difference from you getting me some ice, which is just frozen water that's going to melt in my mouth and eventually turn into the same liquid? I don't know. I just felt like, well, I can get a no water. So they eventually moved me to another room. So this room kind of looking like a labor in the living room you know like for somebody who to get birth <laughs> so we get in there um <laughs> and Chris likes to get himself comfortable whatever we still cracking jokes and stuff they monitoring me they don't hook me up to all of this stuff and they take my blood pressure it's kind of high well it was really really high apparently but they weren't really telling me anything so, after like an hour, maybe two hours of being there, they came back in. And I started to ask some questions like, so, how long am I going to be here? Like, how long do y'all plan on, because when I got there, it was like 1 o'clock. So, now it's like 3 or 4 o'clock. Um, I'm like, how long y'all plan on keeping me here? Because, like, we have dogs and, like, we need to get home to the dogs. I'm like, I have not eaten and, like, I'm hungry. And the nurse is like, oh, you're probably going to be here overnight. And I'm like, overnight? And I can't eat. And they're like, No. I'm like, what? Y'all know I'm pregnant, right? Like, pregnant people gotta eat food. So, Chris was like, like, so if y'all keeping her overnight, like, is she gonna have the baby? And so, the lady was like, there's a possibility. And I'm like, wait a minute, what? So, now I'm kind of getting scared. I'm like, I'm not gonna lie to y'all. For, like, the last two months, ever since December hit, you know, I knew that the giving birth part was coming. And I'm not gonna lie to y'all, I was terrified. All I kept thinking was, oh my god, I gotta push this baby out of my kucumaracha and like deliver it. Um, and I just, you know, it was in the plans, but it wasn't really in the plans, and I was scared. So, um, I was just kinda like, Whoa, this is this is crazy. Like I was just kinda sitting there thinking, like, oh my god, I'm probably gonna give birth to my child. And all I kept thinking was, Oh my god, I gotta push it out of my kucumaracha. And even though that wasn't a plan, like, I I just didn't, I wasn't prepared, I didn't have any of my stuff, like, it was two weeks early, I was just, my mind was running rampant, so I told Chris, like, okay, well, you need to go home, you need to get the car seat, you got to get the the diaper bag, because I, I, it wasn't in, it wasn't in the car, um, I'm like, and you need to pack me a bag, because there's stuff that I'm gonna need, and I was just so nervous, and I could tell he was kind of nervous, too, so, I had called my grandma because she was my other person who was supposed to be at the hospital with me. So I had called her, let her know I was there. And um, Chris had left to go and get the stuff. In the maybe hour and a half that Chris was gone and then my grandma had came to literally replace him. Let me tell y'all what happened. First, they put me on, um, they put me, they put an IV on. And they were giving me something called like magnesium. They were giving me so much magnesium that I was high, like I was so high, I didn't really know what was going on. I was just like in a daze, and all I knew was they was like, okay, we have to put some type of shoestring in you and a catheter, and I'm like a shoestring in catheter. So they put this catheter on. It's basically like a pee bag, and I was like, oh my god, this feels so uncomfortable, like. just felt so uncomfortable and you I didn't really know if I was peeing or not but like they would be like oh yeah the bag is full and I was just like so confused and then they um they put the shoestring in in my vagina oh my gosh that was the most uncomfortable because I was like so where y'all gonna put the shoestring and they was like oh yeah we just have to put it they were like yeah it's gonna be uncomfortable and I'm like oh, like, what do you mean? It's like, well, we have to stick it up your vagina so that it can help soften your cervix. And so I was like, okay. And so it was like really alone, kind of like a string. And they like balled it up and stuck it up there. And it was so uncomfortable, but it was pretty quick. Um, And once it was in, I didn't really feel it. But that catheter, on the other hand, I felt that it was weird. It just felt like it was just hanging. And I was just laying there it was weird um so all of this happened in like 30 minutes um maybe 45 minutes went by and there were a bunch of different nurses and doctors that just kept coming in and checking looking at my blood pressure and looking at the machines and checking the magnesium and I was just kind of laying there and I was just swelling up like literally now everything like my whole body was was getting swole my grandma said when she got there my face was huge um eventually my doctor got there around maybe seven o'clock like my doctor that I had went for the checkup yeah she finally got to the hospital and she was like my face was so big that she didn't even recognize me and mind y'all I'm just laying in this bed I have no idea what's going on I don't know that I'm getting swollen I, I, I had no idea um and basically they kept being very worried about my blood pressure and giving me different medicines and finally my grandma was like so do y'all think she's gonna go into labor tonight or you know tomorrow and um they were like oh well has she started dilating and they're like no she's not dilating her water hasn't broke the mucus plug hasn't come out but she's gonna have to have this baby tonight and I was like what I'm thinking how I'm gonna have a baby tonight if I'm not dilated. Like, you know, I'm thinking like, maybe this process just works really, really quick. And all I'm thinking is what well, Chris needs to get back. Like, you know, I'm getting kind of nervous now. So um, I think while my, my grandma was like on the phone with my aunt, they were talking and a doctor came in, my doctor came in and she was like, your blood pressure is extremely high. Um, I have some papers that I'm gonna need you to sign um, we're going to have to do an emergency C-section, y'all. At this time, I was so, um, just so confused. They handed me a few pieces of paper, and I basically was signing to say that, um, if I lost too much blood, that I would get a blood transfusion, um, which I didn't want to do, but Chris, I think, was kind of, like, scared, um, so he was, like, I think you should sign it, um, which, you know, was just, like, a lot, and also, like, they basically said, well, I did, so I didn't want to get the C-section, let's just start there, um, you know, that was never in my plan, I wanted to have a natural birth, um, And they told me if I did not have the emergency C-section, I would die. Um, Amina was perfectly fine. Um, They had been monitoring her. She was doing great. She was doing perfect. There was absolutely nothing wrong with her. Um, So she was definitely going to make it. However, my blood pressure was so high. And they had already been trying since 1 o'clock stabilize it and you know at that point it was like 7 p.m and they weren't able to and it was like probably something like it was like seven forty-five, um and uh there was just like really nothing that that nothing else that they could do and um I started to cry um I kind of just shut everybody out at that moment and I just started to pray because I really didn't know what to do I was just scared they pretty much just told me i would die if i didn't have the c-section obviously i didn't want to have a c-section um i also didn't want my baby to grow up without a mom and it's just really odd because um, like a month or two leading up to you know this point i had been telling chris like you know you have to know how to do this or you have to know how to do these things because what if i you know give birth and i don't make it through and even though I didn't want to speak that into existence. I just kept feeling like I had to prepare him in case anything happened to me. So they had been sitting in this, you know, hospital bed and they're telling me this. All I'm thinking is, oh my God, you know, did I speak this into fruition? Like, you know, why did I say those things to him? And, you know, now he's going to be scared. He's not going to know what to do. And, you know, I'm scared because I don't want to die. And it, it, there was just a lot of emotions. You know, my grandma's standing there. She's talking to my aunt and I'm like, can somebody just please call my dad. Um at that point they said I pretty much had about I wanna say like five minutes before they had to rush me into surgery and I just stopped and I just prayed. Um the last thing I remember saying is to my grandma, please make sure that, you know, you got they name her um the name that I had, Amina Marie Rich Casting. Um, because I thought that if I was gonna die, like I wanted her to have my last name as well as Chris's last name. Um I don't know why, but I mean, I had already wanted that to be her name, but now I was like, oh no, this has to be her name because she, I want her to remember me. Um, And so that, that, that was, you know, like a lot. And in that moment, um, they whisked me out of the room. I remember um, Chris like getting dressed in um, his like smock wear, whatever you want to call it and um then pushing me down the hall to the ER or the OR and next thing I knew I was like sitting there they had to give me epidural which is also something I did not want but it was either that or they were gonna have to put me under the and they were gonna have to like put me out and they said that if I went under the anesthesia I would whatever they put me out um that I might not wake back up and so yeah, now that was more pressure so Chris it's like no we're not doing that just to give her the epidural so I was upset had to get the epidural and like in the process of getting the epidural I had some things go wrong um I don't know they couldn't find some nerve in my back and he like had to keep beating me and my dog on back to try and like figure it out and um when they gave me the epidural for some reason my leg went out it like I had some type of reaction and my leg jerked and when they had to like move me onto the operating table, there were just some issues. Um, everything didn't end up going kind of okay. Like I, I was numb, um, but they had me on so much magnesium that I was completely out of it. Um, the entire surgery. Um, I did not recall um, meeting my daughter, so, like, after, like, she was, like, they had already cut me open and took her out of my stomach in, like, literally 15 minutes, um, she was born at 813, um, at that time, I guess, somehow, I fell unconscious, and I don't even remember meeting my daughter, because said that he got into it with the anesthesiologist, because, um, usually, the baby has to do, like, skin-to-skin, and he said he wanted, her to be laid on my chest because it would help me um it would help me register and it would make me wake up and I don't even remember it happening um long story short I I did apparently meet my daughter and she was laid on my chest I saw a picture of it but I literally have no recognition of it happening um which is just crazy in and of itself um, I did not get to do, like, you know, the cute little skin-to-skin. I do remember, however, after my surgery, they put me in a room, and eventually I was put in the same room as Chris and Amina, and when I put me in there, he was naked, and he was doing skin-to-skin with her, and it was just so cute, and I was like, oh my goodness, that's my baby! It's a little alien baby, yay! Um, because I think, like, all newborn babies just look like little aliens. <sighs> um... And I just cried. I I wasn't allowed to hold her because I was on so many different medications for the blood pressure, um. And um, I was just so loopy. I just remember seeing her, and honestly, I think I was sleep after that. Um. So that's how labor went for me. Um. It was pretty, um non-problematic the c-section actually did go very well um there was like a small hiccup you know obviously we mean like kind of going in and out of consciousness but that was figured out um but you know all in all labor and delivery it it worked out it was beautiful um I wouldn't change anything um the after effects (laughs) let me tell you was not as beautiful um I was in the hospital for about five days because my blood pressure never subsided which you know that was very frustrating however um I can say that recovery was a lot better than I would have originally anticipated um Recovery went very well. Uh oh it was a little difficult as far as because of the high blood pressure, I had a lot of swelling, I had a lot of fluid in my body, especially because of all of the magnesium that I was put on. So even though I went in at about 220 pounds, um I probably had almost like ten pounds worth of fluid, maybe more. Um, I couldn't even move out of my bed, so they had to keep the catheter in for, I think, one or two days um, and give me a lot of different meds to help push the fluid out, which did not work. Um, on, I think, day two or day three, I was actually able to finally get out of bed. All in all, I actually learned so much from um, my labor and delivery experience. I had no idea that your breast milk actually does not come down for like five days after you deliver your child, um, which was kind of frustrating because I wanted to breastfeed Amina um, right away and I did not want to give her infant in those first like five days of her life. Um, She liked the infamil, and she actually did not take to my breast while we were in the hospital. However, that did change once we left the hospital. Um, I was able to start pumping milk. I think my third day that I was there, Um, my milk started to come in, so I was able to start pumping, which was amazing. Um, Actually, um, right now, I am changing her little diaper. Hopefully she stays quiet. <laughs> um, but this is the new life um as a new mommy, so my podcast will be even more real and more raw. Um, luckily she's quiet right now because Lord knows she loves to cry. Um But um that's kind of all I have in regards to labor and delivery. Um I definitely do want to give you all like Um, more of like a postpartum check-in but because she just woke up and I know she's ready to eat I'm not going to be able to um, probably record and add any more to this podcast but if you have any questions um, about anything with my labor and delivery definitely 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 do not hesitate to ask me um, on the Instagram page make sure you comment um and just like ask me anything um i definitely do plan on maybe going live and um on the instagram page and discussing um some things uh that did take place that i didn't add in this actual podcast um so yeah i just want to thank you all for following me on this journey um you know obviously during my pregnancy um you all were there and now that we are post-pregnancy during this postpartum phase um miss amina is here and she is a diva y'all um hopefully at some point i will be ready to um make her little debut and show her to you but right now um she is still with us i do still plan on um uh unveiling her I guess you can say once we start back uh books with baby because um me and Amina do have story time at night however I have not started recording it's just kind of been a lot and obviously at this point she's only about two weeks old so um we're not doing too much uh moving around especially with the uh, hypertension the the preeclampsia because I was diagnosed with preeclampsia which is why I had to do the emergency c-section um and that just has to do with the high blood pressure but nevertheless um thank you guys so much for tuning in please make sure that you give me some feedback on the page sincerely chronicles um and leave some comments and just let me know Thank you guys again and welcome to season two of uh, Shinsui and new mommy. Thank you guys. Bye.